Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit FindRealRelief.com. That's FindRealRelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to FindRealRelief.com. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's way. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Hey, you're on mute. <laughs> it never started fails. Off, yeah! Started off right on mute. Gotta love it. He's excited. We're all excited. It's Big Game Wednesday. It's getting towards the i guess we're getting over the uh hump of the fantasy season the nfl season if you will but it's big time big games are coming up and we got a big one this week with cardinals and seahawks so we'll be debating that later on well excuse me right here to start off but let's get the introduction started welcome into the studio justin jesus herrera yeah cardinals and seahawks and you can kind of see where i stand on that matchup um (laughs) But anyways, guys, TSS Fantasy, go check us out uh, online right now. Go check out our rankings. While you're here, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notifications bell. We got so many good stuff coming towards you. We've still got our TGIF episode, and then we've got our coup de gras, our main event, our wake up with TSS. That's right, Freddie. That's right. I want to see those rankings this week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about rankings, Justin. All right, let's start with the also <laughs> thinking of the Jester. Welcome into the studio, Fred, the Jester Reyes. You know, I, I know it's going to be a great football weekend. I'm, I'm hyper. Uh, I'm coming off the jet lag of the Jets game. Uh, <laughs> I'm still kind of depressed, but I'm here. I'm here to talk some football. Let's go. I know that was a long flight home, my friend. I do. I know. I apologize. All right. Let's also welcome to the studio. I know he's sitting here watching dumb baseball. Uh, Nick Flanders, Macaronis, welcome into the studio. How dumb is baseball tonight? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. It's not dumb. Uh, again, it will never be appreciated until it's gone, just like every genius. So, um with that, I'm going to say I cannot wait for for tonight's show. I was having a, a little a little medical emergency. That's why I'm late. So, uh, but I'm I'm good. I'm ready to go, and uh, I'm here to play. Okay, that was kind of awkward way to start off the show tonight with the medical emergency comment. Let's get things started off. Don't forget hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. We are having a contest soon. We just gave away the CJ2K football. So I got to change my banner. Forgot about that. But we'll be doing a contest here later on this month. That I can assure you. So hit that subscribe button. That'll get you entered to win. Also, don't forget, go to TSSFantasy.com. Rankings are up. Me and Nick's, of course, per the usual are up. We will still wait on Justin's. And then don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. We got lots of great contests going on. 
Gentlemen, why do we do those crazy things? Because uh, we are we are benevolent and we are the fancy show of the people. And just as a reminder, going forward, Justin's rankings are with mine. Oh, oh you combined it. it. Oh, so it's a little, right. little tag teaming back and forth. Hey, great minds think alike, so you might as well combine them. But Nick, gotta, you're right. It is the fancy show of the people. Just yeah. like the Rock is the people's champ. We are the fantasy show of the people. These guys, the people. Oh, people, right. I'm we sorry. Got, people. It is week nine, and we're still <laughs> struggling with this with the introduction. All right, listen, we got guests waiting for us. Let's not make them wait any longer. Let's bring them in. It's a big week for us tonight because we got Cardinal Seahawks, which, believe it or not, is a big game in week nine, which is pretty cool. So uh, let's bring out our guests. Let's get it on for Champs or Chumps Night. Let's first welcome in Bo Brock, reigning from Arizona. <laughs> welcome into the studio, my friend. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. We appreciate you being in. This will be a fun night tonight because in the other corner, you're going to be debating Reed Johnson from Marcast. Welcome into the studio, my brother. I appreciate it. I talk a lot of non-NFL football on my show, so I appreciate talking to NFL on here. It's good. <laughs> That's actually really cool that you then you then you decided to come on. We do appreciate that. All right. Well, again, it's champs or chumps night, so we're not just talking. We're debating. Let's get it on. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but damn, and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen. I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> It's champs or chumps night. Let's get it on. We're going to start in round one. It's champs round. So we're going to start with your own team first. Bo, we'll start with you. Give me the champ argument for Kyler Murray in, in Sunday's game. Oh, man. Kyler Murray, since DeAndre Hopkins' return, has been a completely different quarterback. He was on pace for 17 passing touchdowns now in the two games. Uh, just been a completely breath of fresh air. DeAndre Hopkins has been a monster, and it's changing Kyler's game for the good. He's got it going on, on both of his his dual threats. He, he's he's finding Nuke, find him often in the passing game, and he's also dialing up the rushing attack a little bit for his own better self. And you know, you gotta love it because Kyler Murray, the first six games of the season, it was nice to see him and Hollywood Brown reconnect. But ever since then, it's like, okay, this offense can finally kind of survive. They're not completely dead in the water and averaging 10 more points per game. They're averaging 100 more yards per game t total as an offense. It's Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins leading the attack. It's, it's completely different than like, don't try to, don't try to pan me Geno Smith. He's got to be the better quarterback on Sunday. Like Geno's a good story, but he's not a $46.5 million quarterback like Kyler is. So, K1, uh, I expect another big game, a be way better performance than the first time these teams matched up because they didn't have number 10 in the lineup. Bo going across state lines, throwing <laughs> shade at Gino and his argument. Yeah, listen, like you said, Kyler Murray, all of a sudden, look look what a good receiver does. Not that I would know anything about that. Elite. Dolphins. Dolphins fan, um, once you had a once you had some decent receivers, look what happened. So yeah, unreal. 
uh, what's going on uh, right now with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. All right, my friend, Reed, let's go to you. I said it before. This guy could be the comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. Give me the champ argument for Geno. Well, here's the thing. So I'm actually a Commanders fan, Washington Commanders. We live in Seattle, so the Seahawks are my wife's team. And I said, you're going to have uh, – we signed DK Metcalf. You're going to have Drew Locke throwing short passes to him all year. And then lo and behold here, Gino wins the spot. You know, we saw Gino play a little bit last year, you know, when Russ hurt his hand. And Gino comes out. And, I mean, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that the Seahawks would be leading the division right now with Kyler Murray in that $46 million contract, I think a lot of people would say you'd be high. Uh, Gino's good. Talk Tyler Lockett off the ledge last week. Tyler had the big drop and wanted to kind of go off and cry. Gino talked him down, and we have even had some shade being thrown at Russell Wilson, too. So I like Gino's confidence. I think he's kind of, like, morphing into that power player now. I think uh, playing a little under the radar, we had Monday Night Football, no one knew what to expect at the beginning of the year, but now I think Gino is kind of exhibiting that confidence that everyone has around him. Pete's all in. Pete's really high on Gino right now. Yeah, I mean, and why not? He's definitely showing out this year. Definitely, uh, again, surprise of the season for sure. Nick, what say you? Who wins round one? Well, uh, tough, tough, tough choice. Um, I think I'm going to go with Gino Smith and, and Seattle on this one. Go back to watching the game, Nick. My God. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I was listening to everything. Um, Kyler didn't start to come on until after after um, Holly Brown left. And Gina's been doing it the whole season. So Because uh, DeAndre Pete Hopkins a, came back. Come on. And Phil. Pete Carroll's a better coach. So what am I going to say? Pete but it's Ky- it's Kyler versus Gino. It's not it's not Cliff versus Pete here. Ooh, Bo bringing the logic. Oh, uh, already. Throwing but think how much production. Rest. Think how much Throwing production we're rest. getting out of Gino Smith. You know, Kyler costs a lot more for those losses than we've had with Gino right now. I mean, Gino's on like a, a you know the poor man deal. It comes down to it. Who would you pick if you're starting a team, Geno Smith or Kyler Murray? That's a simple answer, my friend. My friends. Uh, I, I have to agree all day with you there. Bill, thanks for chiming in with Tyler Lockett also being questionable. Joe Wilkerson also chiming in. Uh, come get the over-under. Geno gets the over for the first half covered, whatever you want uh, for sure. And then Bill also chiming in with Geno deserves all the accolades. I do uh, agree with you there as well. All right, let's get on to round two. Since we're already starting a little trash talk of the other team, let's get to the chump round in round two. We're going to start with you, Reed. Tell us why the running game, whoever it may be, Eno Benjamin, James Conner, whoever ends up playing, tell us why they're going to be a chump this Sunday. Yeah, Connor's been beat up a lot this year, right? Although he did uh, get nominated for the uh, angry run here on Good Morning Football. So did Kenneth Walker. We could talk about that as well. I know Seattle, we fired Ken Norton. We're finally getting our life back together. I mean, people have been wanting uh, you know, Seattle defense to get their life together for a long time. Uh, we're still very low in the league standings right now. I'm not very confident in our uh, in our running defense right now. But I do think that uh, you know if Kyler can't scramble around, I don't see anyone else in the Cardinals offensive line doing anything. Else, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure where the running game's coming from. We'll see. It might be Eno, which he didn't even show up for me last week. I haven't mm-hmm. really, really disappointed. All right, but let's go to let's go to Bo. You actually started the trash talk on the other yeah. side. Now it's really time to bring it in the chump round. Tell me why. Like, well, we know who their starter is, but you know, let's just we just say the running game in general. Why it's going to be a chump this Sunday. I mean, you just got to pray that it's it's going to be a chump on Sunday. The Cards' rush defense has been putrid. It was not great against the Minnesota Vikings. And Kenneth Walker is an absolute just beast out of Michigan State ever since he kind of took over the reins of that. I'm not making a good case here. You just got to drop down to your knees tonight and the rest of the week and say, please, can you slow them down? Because that's really the only way they're going to kind of stay in this game. If you can slow down Kenneth Walker, I'll say this. If J.J. Watt, Zach Allen, that defensive front for the Arizona Cardinals, can show up and slow him down, then you got a real good chance of winning this game and winning it handily. But that's that's a big if because Kenneth Walker is in the big time conversation for NFL Rookie of the Year on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, definitely a man beast. Nick, does prayer get you the win in round two? <laughs> uh, if your number one defensive strategy is hope followed by prayer 
and then by a drop pass or a fumble, uh, you in trouble. So Ooh. I'm going to have to go with uh, the Mark Haft on this one. Uh, it is two to zero. Bo is in the hole. Wow. wow. Bo is in the hole. Reed is on fire to start out. 2-0. Let's see. We're going into round three. The receiver now. Back to the champ round. We're talking about receivers. Pick and choose, but, you know, it's definitely Hopkins. I'm sure you want to bring up, Bo. We'll, we'll let you pick any receiver, but I'm sure Hopkins <laughs> is your guy. Let us Tell us why he's going to be a champ this Sunday. I mean, he's he's been even more than anybody expected since sitting out the six games for the PED suspension was like minuscule traces. The NFL did my guy dirty by keeping him out for the first six games of the season. And he comes back. He's got 22 catches, over 200 yards. He's got the one-handed touchdown highlight real catch last week. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins was the savior of this offense. He took, he, he revived it from the dead at 17 points per game. And he just was he's at 30 years old. He's the elite wide receiver that uh, people thought that maybe question what he could potentially come back and be. And he's that. And then, then some, and then Rondell Moore kind of complimenting him a little bit, had a solid game over hundred total yards from scrimmage, 90 yards receiving. He had that touchdown where he made former Cardinal Patrick Peterson look embarrassing as he tried to tackle him. Missed three missed tackles on that play alone. Good compliment until Hollywood comes back. So you got to love DeAndre Hopkins, not the two injured wide receivers for Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, it's not even close. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, speaking of those receivers, let's go it on to Reed. Give me the champ argument for those boys. Well, I, you know, Tyler Loggett, lifetime, you know, here at the Seahawks, uh, talking trash after the game last week. I don't know if you guys saw, they were uh, asking them about, you know, stepping up and, you know, getting credit at the end of the games. And he said, well, you know, when you have to worry about uh, who's getting the credit, we're all able to step up. And it was quite a shade throw at Russell Wilson. We've already heard, you know, other people needing to contact his manager to get a hold of him. So I really just think the team is gelling right now. I thought that uh, DK Metcalf would be too much kind of man for Drew Locke, but obviously Gino was able to kind of rise to that, uh, you know, the man meet together and they're kind of able to get together on that. I thought that, I, I don't know how Drew Locke would have controlled this whole wide receiver room, but I do think that Gino kind of is able to ball out with them and, and keep them all level. I like that. I like that argument. Uh, but Nick, the real question is, Nick, what say you? Did you like that argument? Is it over already or is Bo surviving in this round? Uh, I was liking it until Reed brought up man meat. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I caught that too. I'm, so I'm going to go with Bo on this one just, <laughs> just for that graphic. Just for the man meat, apparently wow. that loses you an argument here on on Champs. Well, plus Champs. that right. both receivers yeah. are questionable too, so they're both injured. Yeah, it saved okay. me before, guys. It saved me before. Okay. Okay, exactly. <laughs> let's go to let's go to round number four. We're back to the chump side of things. Reed, we're going to start with you. Give me the case for pretty much Zach Ertz. Is he going to be a chump on Sunday? And tell me why. Uh, you know, the Eagles didn't want him, got rid of him. Uh, he is, I think, my my mother's favorite player in the NFL, so that tells you all. I don't know why my mother that lives in Seattle has followed the trajectory of uh, Zach Ertz from the Eagles to the Cardinals, but I do get texted whenever he scores touchdowns. I get a big Ertz. Uh, this is not a lie. So uh, if that is, you know, the, my mother's demographic and who is going to excel on Sunday, I think that you are uh, up a crick without a paddle. <laughs> That's too funny. Did that work? I don't know. I got that. 
You better listen to mama. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Bo on this one. Give me the case for the, the chump argument for whomever Seattle decides is going to be their lead tight end this Sunday. I'm just I'm just happy he didn't use the man meat argument again. I mean, as far as <laughs> Noah Fant is, is a guy that was big part of the Russell Wilson deal coming over there, and, and I thought it was going to work out. He was going to be one of the pieces that was going to be big for them. But no, Zach Ertz is the premier t- uh, tight end in this game. He's been very consistent. I know that some fantasy owners thought that you would need more of a he'd be a touchdown reliant guy, and he had a big touchdown last week. He's just He's not, he's a shell of himself. Yeah, from Philly, the Philly, Philly Eagles, you know, Super Bowl team, but he's still a guy that can go out there consistently. He's going to get targets outside of DeAndre Hopkins, probably the most consistent part of this passing game. And then you can't, you can't hang your hat on any of these tight ends on Seattle's side of the football like you used to be able to when Russ was cooking for them. Indeed. Nick, what say you, my friend? Are we going tied up to round five? Read, read, read. Your mother is a wise, wise woman. Uh, and keep those texts coming. Uh, yeah, when you're relying on a blocking tight end to be your leading receiver in Will Disley, uh, it's not happening. And Zach Hurts is the number three tight end in the NFL right now. Uh, this goes to Bo, hands down. Bo gets it. It is all tied up, ladies and gentlemen. Crazy. It happens every week. I'm not sure how this happens. But let's go to round five, the back to the champ argument. This is the money round. Bo, we'll start with you. Tell us why the Arizona Cardinals will be victorious this Sunday. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals offense is actually going to show up this game, unlike that they did against Seattle two weeks ago, where they only got a special teams touchdown. And that, I mean, that's inexcusable. We talk about all the money. I think we talked off air with Justin about, you know, Steve Kime investing in this offense and not in that defense. And then to get held out of the end zone, that's inexcusable. But we've seen a completely different offense the last two weeks of this season. Cliff Kingsbury is going to be coaching for his job, I would think. Maybe not in the short term, but at the long term, when they look back and they see a rebuilding Seattle team sweep them, you just can't have that happen. So the team is going to have a sense of urgency. Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are going to, are playing at a lot higher level, and the defense is playing just good enough to get them over the hump. They're at home. They're hosting the Seahawks, and they're going to be hungry, more hungry for a win. They're going to pull themselves within a game in the division of Seattle go from three and five to four and five and Seattle drop them from five and three to five and four. I mean, it's just Cardinals need it more than Seattle does. They're just happy to be there. Listen to all the quotes. They're just happy to be here. They're having a good time. It's all selfless. Cardinals are hungrier than that. Okay. Yeah, they certainly do need this more right now. I agree with you. All right, let's go to Reed. Give me the case for the Seahawks to win this Sunday. Yeah, that uh, elusive home field advantage of the Arizona Cardinals. I've heard a lot about that the last couple of years. I think this is the demise of the Cardinals franchise here. I mean, we have Pete Carroll. He's basically twice Cliff's age here, out coaching him in every aspect, you know, more energetic on the field. I think there's been more trash talking on the Cardinals sidelines between the coach and quarterback than there has been on this podcast tonight. So that is uh, always shocking. But I don't know. I just think Seahawks are in a really good spot right now. I think everyone wrote them off. And like Gino said, you know, they didn't write back. They're hitting at a good time. We're banged up a little bit, but I think we're going to come in there. Cardinals have won once in that building in like three years. And I just don't think it's going to be a problem. I think that the, uh, the, it'll probably be the closest to a big game. The Cardinals see this year when they certainly, you know, miss the Super Bowl that's taking place in the, in Phoenix. Oh boy, so a lot of shade thrown at that last one. Nick, I know you can't take your eyes off that baseball, but what say you? Who won champs or chumps tonight? Uh, in fact, I was not watching the game. I was looking at the home and away records for the uh, Seahawks and, and, and the Cardinals. And as of right now, the Cardinals are one and three at home and Seattle is three and one at home. Uh, I think the tide is going to turn a little bit this this week so i'm gonna say the cardinals are are going to pull it out by a field goal and i say arizona wins oh right. that means you are said winner tonight congratulations <laughs> my friend i laid in my career Reed, and read my friend must be a short one <laughs> read my friend you've done a magnificent job making a case for a team that you don't even it was wifey's team 
Burlette's definitely doing a great job. Unfortunately, though, for all of our losers, they do have to take home a little reward. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Great like, job like, tonight, though. Like I said, Reed, man. Like I said, like you can't. You, you're stepping in for Wifey's team. I mean, if I had to step in like that, I mean, I don't know how well I did. So great job, my friend. But but we're gonna start with you tonight. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and get all of your great content the rest of the year. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Bo Brock. You can watch my work here on uh, YouTube, PHNX underscore sports, and uh, follow us at PHNX Cardinals. We're covering the Cardinals each and every day. We're at the press conferences. We're at the games. We're at the post games. We're getting all the inside information that you want about this squad that's underachieving. But look, if they can turn things around, it's going to be a fun rest of the year. Long way to go here. Kyler Murray locked in. DeAndre Hopkins locked in. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But, yeah, PHNX Sports, really appreciate it. If you give us a follow, subscribe on YouTube. Give you need Bo Rod a- Tidwell. That's what you need. You need Rod Tidwell. Give <laughs> Bo a follow. Give the podcast follow. Doing a great job. And like like he just said, listen, this NFC is really shaky Pete right now. So there could be anyone emerging. Cardinals definitely could be a team on the rise for sure. Um, Reed, my brother, let everyone know where we can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff as well, my friend. Uh, yeah, so I watch NFL, obviously, but uh, we do all the alt football stuff. So I podcast XFL. We do CFL, uh, USFL, if you follow that. But it is exciting time right now. The XFL uh, owned, you know, co-owned by The Rock that you guys were talking about. Uh, kicking off in February, we have our Seattle Dragons team, and there's teams in Texas and D.C. and all that stuff. Uh, TheMarkCast.com. You can YouTube. It's TheMarkCast. And, uh, yeah, we cover everything. But big-time XFL, if you're interested in any of that stuff. Vegas has a team, St. Louis everyone else orlando so it'll be coming in february yeah awesome give us something to watch um during the off season definitely nothing wrong with that for sure all right guys well again we appreciate you hopefully we can get you guys back again it was a lot of fun tonight we're going to send you guys out when we come back we're going to start with our starts of the week we'll be right back hayden we love fantasy football we do it's a fantastic game yet Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All righty, gentlemen. That was a fun champs or chumps, and we'll see. Like you know, I don't. It, we didn't predict it. We there wasn't. Didn't we? Uh, we didn't do it last week, right? It wasn't correct. Didn't we pick? Um, who yeah, did we pick last we're on week? A two game slide. Uh, we're on a two game slide. Oh man. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, you know, it's week nine. I know we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about as far as news and stuff. I know Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's, you know, he didn't practice today. Will he play? That's going to be in question. Deion Jackson becomes um, a big slide start this week, if possible. But let's get on with our starts of the week. Alrighty, so so we don't so I don't go to Justin first. Let's go to Nick if he's ready. We're gonna start with you tonight. Let's get your starts of the week. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go start off with quarterback. We're gonna start off with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's playing the Raiders this week. Uh, right now, Trevor Lawrence is sitting at your tenth overall. He's he's got eighteen points per game. He's got his his best three finishes of the season. 
uh, are weeks three, six, and eight, where he where he was four, four, and seven respectively, and he was a 25, 24, and eighteen uh, scoring in that in those weeks against the uh, Chargers, Colts, and Giants. So this week he's playing the Raiders, and the Raiders are so awesome uh, at stopping the pass. They're thirty second out of thirty. 32nd and which give up 23 points per game. So I think it's a, it's a highly confident start. Rare, rare confident start for uh, Trevor Lawrence this week. Plus that, that he's got the eight of the run game. So that's going to open up the passing lanes. I like you. you can't just go on with your list. If you, sure. if you don't mind. Uh, my, other, my, my running back start is Miles Sanders. Um, he's, he's doing well this season. He's going against against Houston, who's a 32nd uh, uh, run defense. Uh, they're giving up only 31.5 points per game to, to running backs. I think at this point, uh, Miles Sanders, he's had two top 10 finishes. I think he can carry that into the end zone down, down in Houston. Plus that, uh, they're on the Philly vibe right now. So as the Phillies are winning the World Series, they're going to win the game down in Houston. Uh, he's best right, finished. Real, real, real quick, Nick. I just one question. All right. So you got Trevor Lawrence as your start of the week. All right. So let me ask you this. Would you start Trevor Lawrence over say Tom Brady this week? Tom Brady's playing the Rams, uh, against the, I mean, cause you got him as a stardom. So I want to know how much of a stardom is he to you? Like, where do you have him in your rankings this week? Like where, how high is he? As a stardom, I'd probably say by name I go with Brady, but by blind resume I would I go with Lawrence because Brady's not having that good of a se- season. His his line can't no. block, they can't so run. You. Okay, I got so it. I, okay. So if so if if you want to put me in a definitive answer, I would go with Lawrence this week. Okay, there you go. I want you to back up. I, it's called good. I just want you to back up your claim. You got Trevor Lawrence as your. As your guy, so I wanted to hear hear the claim. That's all. Hey, listen, all right. real quick, um, Bill. I forgot to get to these comments earlier. Bill wanted he wanted to know name three wideouts better than DeAndre Hopkins right now in the NFL. Ready, set, go. I can I can name three ones you could argue. You could argue Justin Jefferson. You could argue Cooper Cooper Cup, and you could argue Tyree Kill. Period. Who's making Tua look like Dan Marino? You know what I mean? Period. So you could argue those three, um, quite frankly. What do you What do you guys say? Well, you forgot about Jalen Waddle. He, he's having a hell of a se- season. Yeah, uh, AJ Brown is is having a hell of a season. Are they better than Hopkins though? Right. Stat wise or skill wise? I, th- I, mean, I well, I think he's meaning skill wise is what I'm thinking. He's referring. I to mean, this man came back got ten touches that quick. Did he change the whole? Right. Season? I think. So, I think Justin I think Jefferson. He, I would definitely agree with you. Um, Jamar and Chase I, before he got hurt, I would say Devontae. Another one. Adams is shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean Adams isn't shit skill wise, but he is shit with the Raiders because he's got Carr throwing on the ball. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah. face it, Adams still got all those skills. And I think That's, with Hop- I think yeah. the thing with Hopkins is he ran into like the perfect storm with Hollywood Brown getting injured right as he comes in. Um, so I think it was just a perfect storm uh, recipe for him to come in and oh, just get oh. target heavy. Um, so I think Diggs. that's fun. And Stephon mm, Diggs. That's right. it. That's it. Stephon Diggs is a better can, route runner. Can, like, he's in that mix. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, he's on, I think, the latter end where those other guys are more on the on the other end of that. So that's what I say. I actually, yeah. I actually would put Diggs with Cup and Jefferson. Like, yeah, he's, he's that top, elite. He's, that, he's talented. Yeah, no, I agree. Nobody no, talks agree. about him, but he's freaking talented. And hello to you, Miss Mary Jane Cooper. We appreciate you. Love you as well. Is this the Valentine show? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. 
It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, Nick, go ahead. What else you got? All right. So this week I got uh, Terry McLaurin at wide receiver starting against uh, Minnesota. Minnesota is 26 against, against the pass. Uh, right now, he's his best. He's only had one top ten this season, um, but with Heineke, his last two games, he's had double digit uh, scoring with thirteen and ten, and his best finish over this in the season was week eight last week against uh, Green Bay when he scored thirteen point three points. And tight end, uh, gonna bring up my old favorite Zach Ertz. Uh, played against Seattle. They're giving up, uh, 17 and a half points per game to the tight end. That's, um, that's 32nd. He's had three top tens this season, um, uh, against KC, Philly, and Minnesota. And he's, he's got three touchdowns as well. <clears throat> and lastly, my defense, I got the Eagles. Uh, they're playing Houston. Uh, I don't think I really need to expand on that. All right. Some great analysis on that Eagles D. I like that. All right. Let's go to Justin. Give us your. I got numbers. Of the week. It's cool, bro. We got you. <laughs> Playing the Eagles as your start of the week is like saying, hey, Travis Kelsey's my start of the week. <laughs> <laughs> wonder who does that. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback of the week uh, against the Lions. He's not throwing a pick in four straight game against them. Um, the Lions are giving up the second most points to uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't think I need to explain myself any more than that. He just historically owns them. Um, A.J. Dillon going to keep with the pack trend here. I said it on the show before. I'm going to double down on this. If A.J. Dillon doesn't get you anywhere this week, you can probably just cut him. Uh, 5.4 yards per carry last week against a stout Bills defense. And the Detroit is once again giving up 23.8 yards to the running back, third most in the league. Uh, wide receiver, Chris Godwin's got three double-digit target games in a row. Uh, it's got to turn into something. I think this Rams defense is kind of shot right now. Jalen Ramsey just gave up 20 points to Brandon Ayuk, and he won't even be the guy covering him. It, he'll most likely be covering uh, Mike Evans. So look for this to be a Godwin type of get-right game. And then Cole Komet is my tight end. Surprisingly, he was tight end number 13 last week. Uh, only had two receptions, 11 yards, and a touchdown. Dolphins have not been the greatest against tight ends this year. Haven't been the worst, but I could see this, with especially with Claypool coming in, I could see this freeing up some options to go to Komet some more. And now that he's gotten over his touchdown hump, he's gotten his first career touchdown, he can have uh, possibly a bigger week. And then finally, uh, uh, finish out the all Packers team here with Packers defense. Uh, last week against Josh Allen, took away the ball twice, uh, kind of kept them in the game for a little bit. And now you're playing Detroit down Hawkinson. Swift's not practicing and they don't really know who their third option is going to be outside of Jamal Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown. So I think this could be a all around Packers week. Yeah, and speaking of waiver wire, and I didn't really think about it until today, and I haven't really, you know, heard about it, but people like Josh Reynolds, like those other, like those are definitely going to see uptick in targets with Hawkinson gone. So if you're needed, and you know, this is a big um, week for buys. If you're in need of a receiver, somebody like him might be a nice, sexy play for you um, now that, you know, the absence of Hawkinson, somebody's going to see more targets. So it's going to be, going to be at least somebody. We don't know who it is, sadly. Let's go to you, my friend, the Jester. Who do you have for your starts of the week? Well, look at this have, ridiculous list. Well, I did. <laughs> I have Justin Fields. We talked about him yesterday on our show. Dumb. Uh, why? Right, so Bradley Chubb, we are going to eat that kid alive on this no, weekend. No, 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 absolutely. No, no. All right, so he has scored eighteen plus points in three straight games. Um, the Dolphins have surrendered up 18-plus fantasy points to four different quarterbacks since week two. He is on pace to run for nine 
hundred rushing yards. So even if Miami does beat them or stop them, you're not going to stop Fields from getting his points. I think he has a good week this week. Uh, Baltimore running backs, they're going to run all over the New Orleans Saints, whoever it is, Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake, I think it, and Lamar Jackson, they're all going to run on them. Um, I'm picking Dobbs because I'm, I put him, Romeo Dobbs, because just my friend Justin just said he picked every other Packer. So I was like, let me get the last one and uh, to join the Packer list. And Lazard is still iffy right now if he's going to play or not. So uh, Dobbs had a big week last week. I think he had um, over 16 points, if I write 16.5 points. If Lazard don't play again, big, big play. Um, I'm going with Everett. And actually, um, he had a he's averaging a nine. Point nine fantasy points in seven games this season. I didn't even think it was that much. With Keenan Allen still hurting, Mike Williams out. He's in play to have another good, um, a good week uh, with uh, what's the running back name? Um, Josh Palmer, right? Wide receiver, yeah. So it might be them two taking all the receptions. Um, Chiefs defense. The Chiefs are playing uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, I picked them because I do not believe in Tannehill unless Derrick Henry runs for 200 yards again, which I don't think he's going to do against the Chiefs. Um, I, I think they're going to they're a pretty good start. I think they're going to come off come off and play really well. Um, Tom Brady, I don't believe in him no more. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I really like to, would like to cheer for the guy one last season. I think he's going to quit after this year, but I don't see him beating the Rams. I think this is the Rams uh, game, the makeup game. They have to keep pace with the uh, 49ers, Seahawks, and everybody else. Uh, the one thing the Jets do have good is a run defense. So Singletary is a uh, sit. Uh, we might we're get. Not, we're not on sits. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I put Brady as my sit. I'm on the. Oh, not, okay. oh, I started going too far ahead. All right. So I should have stopped at the Chiefs. <laughs> you got to you got to reel him in, Coop. I you got to reel him in. I thought we were getting into our picks of the week over. I, I was like, damn. Was, I, don't know I honestly what. thought he was having a stroke, bro. I was like, man, something wrong. <laughs> I was he would have had a medical issue. <laughs> all, right. all right, let me give you my stats real quick before we get to our set. I need a glass of water. All right, all right. I got Holy it. crap. So I think the exact opposite of you, actually. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to – he's my star of the week at quarterback. And, you know, listen, like it's a tough week, right? So I'm trying to find something not so obvious. But, look, the Chiefs are 31st against fantasy QBs, and the game script's going to dictate – they're going to have to throw the football. Let's be let's be honest. The Chiefs are going to put up points, so the Titans are going to have to put up points. They're going to be playing from behind. Tannehill, at the end of the day, he likes to run. He will throw the football. I think he'll have a good day. I think he's a must-start for you this week. Raheem Mostert, and again, that's also, again, you know, take it as it were, it were with all these buys this week. Raheem Mostert, we're talking about a good matchup. Detroit's 28th, or excuse me, Chicago, sorry. They are 28th against uh, fantasy running backs. I like the matchup. I like the Dolphins' offense right now. It's got a nice flow to it, obviously. So I think that's a good start against Chicago. Going now, Fred, you just mentioned it. You didn't even know it, but I'm starting Josh Palmer this week at Atlanta. The great matchup with all the injuries in the receiving core. Hopefully, now he's also a little banged up. Hopefully, he'll be good to go to play. If he does, he's a must start for anybody this week against Atlanta, who is 31st uh, against fantasy wide receivers. It's crazy enough. Robert Tunyon at um, Detroit. So, again, going to that nice Detroit soft matchup with this nice and easy 27th against fantasy tight ends. So I think that's a good must start for you as well. And then that defense, the Bengals. Basin, Carolina, I know they had a good week last week, but that was against the putrid Atlanta offense. Not a believer in the in the uh, Panthers offense, so I think they will have a uh, – Bengals defense will have a decent week for you there, a must-start as well. All right, we brought up our starts. Let's go to our stits that we like to call Flanders Flaps. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Ah, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock. This a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops, fake and hit your bitch in the side. This a big watch. Diamond dripping off with a clock. All right, Nick, it's your segment. You lead it off, my friend. Give me your flops of the week. 
right, my flops this week. Uh, ironically, I'm going to start. I'm going to sit Jared Goff, and the reason why I'm going to sit Jared Jared Goff is because he's playing against Green Bay, and they're fourth against quarterbacks. Um, they only give up 12.9 points per game to quarterbacks. Uh, Jared Goff does a lot of his damage in the first half, and then he wanes after halftime. I don't know if it's a play calling. I don't know if it's if it's a game script. But for some reason, that's when he starts to, to panic and get the happy feet and then forget what color jersey he's throwing to. So um, his, his best weeks right now were week two when he played Washington. He was the eighth quarterback overall. He had 26 points. And in week four, he was... Believe it or not, number one, he had 34 points against the Seahawks, and the Seahawks couldn't—they—they they can't stop anything against against the pass. But hey, he had his day. Um, running back, I took Eno Benjamin. He had one top ten, which was Week Seven against New Orleans this season. Uh, he came in um, with with 19 points, and he was a fifth ranked uh, running back. And Seattle. They're not that bad against against the pass. Uh, excuse me, against the run. They're they're middle of the pack, but that's that's their best option. And right now, I think Arizona is going to concentrate more more in the air than than on the ground, especially with with two broken running uh, running backs. Wide receiver, man. I got Freddie's favorite. I got Brandon Cooks. Right now, would you believe Brandon Cooks, according to fantasy? pros are good friends over over there he's right he's played the whole season it isn't like he's been hurt or what have you he's the 48th ranked wide receiver this year mm-hmm. he's only had one one game of double digits and that was uh he had 11.7 points other than that he's he he said sevens he's had fives he i think he's even had had a two if i if i checked that correctly um <laughs> Cooper, uh, I have to go against uh, your boy and my one of my favorite Penn Staters this week. I'm going to sit Kasicki. Uh, even though he's on the upstep with um, uh, McDaniel, he's really found the flow on the offense as of late. He's playing against Chicago, and they're 10th against tight ends. They're going giving up 7.5 points per game to tight ends. Even though Kasicki, in his last three games, uh, he was ranked 18-2-9, and he had um, – I'm sorry, he had 18 points, two and nine, which was 126 and six respectively. So, uh, I think this week he's going to take a step back this week. And lastly, on defense, I got the Bucks. And as of the last month, they're turning into the Yucks. And I think they're going to put on those, those ugly ass creamsicle uniforms. Uh, they're 17th against quarterbacks. The only thing they, they can stop are running backs. They're fifth against running backs. 13th against wideouts and they're 29th against a tight end. So, uh, that team is just getting old. The whole team is just getting old and it needs to have a revamp. Yeah, totally agree. Bill with a comment. Jags will be troubled next year. Just got a number one wideout. So true. Like I heard he's, uh, Calvin Ridley's making a hype video and everything. So, uh, watch out for that offense next year. Travis Etienne starting to catch. They're building some playmakers and Jacksonville crazy enough. All right, Justin, what say you tonight? Give me your flops for this week. So I actually think the Bucs are going to do well against Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been sacked the fifth most in the league, and it's because he has absolutely zero mobility back there. Yeah, you guys remember the Matthew Stafford in Detroit? Yeah, he's gone. Um, (laughs) This guy can't get away from anything, and his best weapon, you know, they – they made a call and they said, Hey, we're going to stick you in there when it's an unimaginable lead at this point for the amount of time that you have left. And we're going to get you injured. So, Cooper Cup, whether you like it or not, he has an injury with his ankle right now. That means he's probably not being blazing across the field, catching 11 of 11 targets for whatever he's going to be getting. Um, I don't like Stafford this week. He has proven zero continuity with anybody else on that offense but Cup. And if Cup is injured, it's going to be a tough time for him. Michael Carter. Man, these Jets, they just keep – it hurts a little bit now, Freddie. It really does. But 61 total yards last week against a team that is not on the level of the Buffalo defense. They're good, the Patriots, but they're not Buffalo. There's also the confliction of James Robinson is there. 
I think a lot of people are on the Michael Carter hype from the waiver wires. They're wanting to find another running back one this late in the season. Uh, it's not this week. Don't play him this week. I don't think it's going to go very well for you. Uh, Buffalo is allowing the second uh, least amount of receiving fantasy points or running back fantasy points at 14.5. And yeah, I just don't want any part of that. Uh, last week, Chris Olave is my he's my wide receiver. Last week, he had five receptions, 52 yards. Um, I don't know. I think that was a lot of it was because the running game got going. And, you know, what we saw from Alvin Kamara is that he has a really strong connection with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton wants to go to him as much as possible in this game. I think that uh, this might be just something that, you know, Chris Olave just, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's not going to be worth it. Uh, he proved that. Last week, he was 43rd last week among receivers, only putting up 10 points in fantasy. I could see that being another day. Also, you got to take into account, while the Ravens have been bad against receivers this year, they haven't had one receiver, you know, one receiver offenses. So they haven't had the chance to just put two guys, two, three guys on one receiver and take him completely out of the game. Still no notice on whether Michael Thomas is going to be back. Not expecting Jarvis Landry back. If this is Olave alone again, I think this would be a game to take him out. Hawkinson. A lot of people really like the Hawkinson move to Minnesota. I was iffy on it because, you know, him and Irv Smith kind of were on the same for targets. Irv Smith only had 4.7 targets on average per game this year. And uh, as far as this offense goes, there's already two, if three, if you count Dalvin Cook mouse to feed on this team they're really hoping for a red zone guy and i don't like to put into my game plan uh guys that are dependent on getting a touchdown i know that's like the entire tight end room outside of kelsey and andrews but i'll go with a guy who's been more established with a team over a guy who's just walking onto the field this week with his team and then finally Sorry, Fred. I'm going to call it the Jets defense. I love him as a play for the rest of the season, but not this week. Josh Allen is just on a freaking tear. And last week, I think he took his foot off the gas. And I think a lot of people noticed. I don't think he's taking it off the gas this week. It's division game. You got to set a precedent against the number two team in your division. And you got to make it really apparent that they are number two for a reason. So I think Josh Allen is going to go scorched freaking earth on the Jets defense, and I am dropping them everywhere I have them. Yeah, um, I totally agree. Like I said last night, they are in a mayday free fall like another team I know that has a plane as a logo. Jester, what say you, friend? Give me your flops this week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right. As I mentioned earlier, um, this, I guess that game is about quarterback flops with me and Justin. It's the Tampa Bay and, and the and the Rams. Um, I don't think Brady does well, as you guys said. They're looking old. Um, I think he, I think it just finally hit him, and it's time for him to say, you know, right off into the sunset. And uh, and, and I really does. I really do hope he he does that last ditch effort and makes it a good season. But I don't see it happening. And uh, and I, yeah, definitely don't see it happening. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the one strength the Jets do have is against the run game. So I don't see Singletary ripping off a bunch of runs uh, against the Jets. And we just have a, a nice defensive line with Quinn and Williams. I think we actually stopped the the um, Bills' rush, but we might get torched through the air. So we're going to find out as long as they keep it away from Sauce. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Um, now, this is my own team. 
And Wilson's coming off a great stat line, six passes, 150 yards, 17 and a half points. Will they do that against the Buffalo Bills defense? Uh, they are they are the cream of the crop, man. You know, they're one of the – at least to reach the AFC Championship game. Um, they're really tough on receivers. Uh, th- th- he's a really high-risk reward. He might get a touchdown maybe if we can get one off of him. Um, Taysom Hill, for the same reason Justin just said, I hate boomer bust plays. Mm. I hate – oh, hope we get a touchdown or oh, we're not going to get a touchdown. I like consistency. I'd rather see six, seven, eight points a week than that, oh, wow, he got a touchdown. Let me get seven, eight, nine. No, nah, nah, I don't like that at all. Now, the Miami defense, I do not want to start them. And here goes why. They have been scoring the the um, Bears running backs at 31.6 fantasy points. You have a dual threat with Herbert and Montgomery and Fields. And I don't and and, and if you nobody knows, I'm sure Jason does, the Dolphins have given up 14 plus fantasy points to seven different running backs in the first eight weeks. That's tailor made for Chicago in the cold weather in Chicago. So what you got to do? Don't make Fields what he's not. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Keep Miami off the field. You can't run. Just run the ball against the Dolphins, Fred. That's the one thing they will fail doing. Um, And, by the way, the one thing I will point out, I know what you're saying with the boom or bust with Taysom Hill, but the boom is not just a touchdown nine points. The boom is like a 30-point monster day, like a quarterback day. So we hope. I know yeah. that is true, but like you said, it's like you know, the, the, you damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. All right, let's get to my flops real quick, and we got some comments to get to. I have Jalen Hurts as my flop this week at quarterback, and of course, yeah. hear me, of course, hear me out. The game script's going to dictate these guys are going to be up quick and often. There is a reason why Houston is horrible, and I'll say it again: horrible against fantasy running backs and pretty decent against fantasy QBs because they don't have to throw on Houston. So that is why I think Jalen Hurts might be a flop for you this week. Um, Like we brought up earlier, I might even think about if I had Ryan Tannehill on my bench, starting him over Jalen Hurts this week just because of that. But no, I wouldn't be ballsy enough. I'm, I'm just talking shit. Brian Robinson versus the Vikings. I mean, again, great story. But, uh, you know, look at the usage Antonio Gibson's gotten. And he basically lined up as a receiver half the time at goal line, uh, which makes him a dual threat um, at the running back and not Brian Robinson. So he seems to be taking a little step back. Um, and against Minnesota, who is, if I got to run down here, seventh against fantasy running back. So, um, he'd be my sit this week. Jacoby Myers, I'm not sure if you were starting him or not. It is a short week this week, but don't forget the Indianapolis Colts. They are number one against fantasy receivers. I would not recommend any Patriot receivers this week. Tyler Conklin, again, it's the Jets, but he's been on a little bit. He, I think last week he kind of bounced back a little bit. It's the Buffalo Bills, though. They are just great all around defensively. Um, and against fantasy tight ends, they are number six. Um, and I got Seahawks D as my flop this week. Again, they've been they've been a decent play, actually. have done some good jobs against some defenses, but not this week against the Cardinals. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Kyler Murray is going to have a great day. I think it's going to be one of those fantasy bonanza-type games. All right, well, those are our starts and our sits for the week. Now we're just going to talk about Thursday night in our big game breakdown. All right, so before we get <laughs> before we get into the big game breakdown, get some of the comments. Bill chimed in to say Claypool will shine. Think about with Fields. He said, think about how Plaxico helped Eli. Claypool size will help with a mobile QB. Can't um, he can play basketball and box out the the cornerbacks? That is true, but that's not happening this weekend. And he says, bro, you too biased to talk about the Jets. Yes, I totally agree, Bill, 100%. All right, let's talk about this Thursday night big game. Uh, well, I don't know how much of a big game it is to talk about. There's some interesting stats, though, I did pull up. Um, Philly, um, we're talking about fantasy-wise, they are second against fantasy QBs. They're 18th against running backs. 
seventh against receivers and 13th versus tight ends on Houston side. This is what I was bringing up earlier. They're fourth against fantasy quarterbacks. They're dead last against fantasy running backs. They're fifth against receivers and 12th against tight ends. So it sounds like, oh, you know, maybe this is a really good defense. Oh, or like I had mentioned, it's more like teams don't really need to throw a lot on Houston because you get up and you get up early and then you just run the clock out, it seems like. So that's why I was just mentioning to watch out for Jalen. In the football sense of things, these teams have played each other five times and Eagles lead the series 5-0. The Texans have never beaten the Eagles. The last time they played, though, was close. 32 to 30, the Eagles won. So interesting enough. All right, let's go to Nick. We'll just go to you, man. You're the legal eagle, if you will. Not our legal eagle, but you are eagle insider. We'll put it that way. Give us your uh, thoughts on the game, who you like and don't like, and who wins it. Uh, well, I like the Eagles. I like all the offensive uh, skill positions. Um, I'm really hoping that Devontae has, has a big bounce back week because he, he was pretty much shut out last week. And every time I looked up, the deep pass was going to AJ Brown. And I'm like, I was happy, but it was the wrong damn guy. Uh, and then, uh, I think Miles Sanders is going to get off on a big game. The only, the only player Houston has worth playing this week is Damian Pierce. Uh, he's got two top 10 finishes. They were both eighth. And he scored 16 and 19 points in those games against Chicago and the Chargers, respectively. Uh, right now, he's the only guy worth playing. I already brought up how inept this year uh, Brendan Cooks has been. And that's a direct correlation to the offensive line and to the fact that uh, Davis Mills has fallen off. We thought he, we had high hopes for him. And they don't have a second option to take the heat off Brendan Cooks. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Brendan, Brendan Cooks is now like, Brandon Meltz. So um, good luck with that. And now unhappy he wasn't traded. So now a disgruntled mm. unhappy guy who hasn't been playing well. Um, I don't know. Doesn't spell for good good fantasy outing this weekend. Justin, let's say you guys you like, don't like. Who are you picking in the matchup? Yeah, it's just going to be a lot of the same of what Nick said. Um, I do. I think that that was a bold move, Kamish, to say that Jalen Hurts was going to um, be a sit in this one. I actually... I kind of agree. I think that, you know, Jalen Hurts, you're not going to sit him, but I don't think he's going to produce to the volume that you hope for. Um, this could be literally, you know, the talk of the town has always been the Eagles, you know, cashing in the first half and then just leave for the second half and go to the casinos and play with their, uh, with their money they came out with. I think this is definitely going to be the same way. Um, would not be surprised to hear the uh, backup quarterback get some fourth quarter reps in this game. Uh, yeah, as far as, you know, Nick stole my pick in Miles Sanders because, you know, this is definitely a Miles Sanders cash-in game. You know, get him running and uh, because they got a nice stretch of games coming for them. And then, you know, we talked about Devontae Smith. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Dallas Goddard showing in this one. I think Dallas Goddard is kind of somebody they need to also need to pump up a little bit. These games, when you blow teams out or when you're expected to blow teams out, it's the perfect place to put these guys that have been on the back burner for a little bit, showcase them, get their confidence up, get the entire team going. Uh, AJ Brown owners or managers, I would be worried about this game because I would be worried that, Jalen Hurts goes to him maybe the first quarter and then just kind of puts him on the back burner and lets everybody else kind of go for it. Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, throw in Miles Sanders. We might even see a Kenny Gainwell touchdown in this game. And then on the other side, there's nothing to talk about. We might even see a Garner Minshew. Who knows? All right, let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, those fourth quarter. Exactly. Fred, what say you guys you like and don't like? I don't even need to ask who you like. I think we all got the same. But who's some guys you like and don't like? Um, Okay, so first of all, you said the word game flow earlier. I like Mills and Cooks' game. I think that the lead's going to get so big that they have to throw the ball. And I think Cooks is going to be the recipient of that because there's no Hawkinson. He may be pissed off, but you still have to play the rest of the year. You want to get out of here. So maybe in the offseason you get traded. So you need to bring up your stats. I think the, the I really think the Eagles are going to start jumping on them quick and they have to throw the ball and they're going to either dump it off to Pierce 
or throw it to Cooks. Um, especially when you blow team outs. That's why everybody gets their points is during garbage time. Everybody looks spectacular when they're down by 20 and you're just airing it out. So if, if the game was closer, I would have to actually worry about it because I think they'll run the ball more. <clears throat> so I, I, I think Mills and, 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 a, and a, um, Cooks have a good game. Also, um, look at the Raiders game. When they when they, when it, at the beginning when it was close, you know they were going back and forth. Mills threw for three hundred two with two touchdowns. Now when Tennessee ran the ball for two hundred yards, he he didn't he didn't throw as well because like you said game flow, they dominated the time of possession. So he only had one fifty two with a touchdown and an interception. So I I'm, I'm totally with the game flow thing on this game. I think it's gonna be not close, but I think Mills and Cooks put up a lot of garbage time points trying to keep up with the Eagles. Well, we got to see if Cooks even plays, quite frankly, because they're held out of practice. I saw it on the on the monitor over there. It said, uh, you know, not an personal injury, reasons. But, <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, this is a quick game. This is not like it's Sunday. We're talking about tomorrow night. So there's definitely should be concern if you're Cooks owners. $19 million is a lot of money. Justin brought it up, and I brought it up on the Eagles side. I think you should be concerned as well with your with your offense a little bit because of the fact that you you might see the Eagles get up early and you might see them just run the ball. So I like Miles Sanders a lot this week. Um, we'll see, though. Like Justin said, maybe they are just like, hey, let's get some of these guys right like Devonta Smith and Goddard. Maybe that's the way it plays out. But in any event, we all are going Eagles this week. I don't think any of us – we're ballsy enough to be lone wolf for sure. So that's that's the way to pull it out. All right. Well, TGIF is coming on Friday. So make sure you tune in 9 p.m. Jordan is back to um, he's chat. I think we have a challenger this week that we're all real familiar with. Um, our boy DJ the Brain. He's coming back to challenge Jordan this Friday. We're going to have the brain versus the champ on Fantasy Feud. We're going to give you all the breakdown for this week. And then don't forget, follow us on Sunday when you wake up with us, TSS, and send your lineup questions. All right, guys. Well, from us to you, we appreciate you, and we are out. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.